If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. Good, good morning, my friends. How are you? Welcome to Anger 911. I am your host, Janet Pfeiffer. I am the undoctor of anger, and it is just a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous day. Did you see that full moon last night? I woke up this morning, probably about 4 o'clock. I didn't get up at 4 o'clock, but I woke up. And it looked as though someone had left the light on outside. And then I realized it was the full moon. How gorgeous is that? Oh, my gosh. You go outside, and it's as though nature has all these street lights on. It was just beautiful. I hope you had the opportunity to see it. And if you didn't, I'm sure it'll be around tonight as well. We have a great show today. We're going to be discussing how to argue with an idiot. (laughs) Not that any of you find yourself in that situation, but just in case, if one day one of them pops up in front of you, I'm going to give you some tips on how you can be more effective in dealing with them. But you know, as always, we have to take care of some business. So just wanted to let you know that if you want to advertise your business, your product, or your services on Anger 911, I've got some great specials going on right now. We have some of the best rates in the business, so definitely send me an email at janet at anger911.net, and I will give you our current rates. And if you have a message that you want to get out there to the world, what better way to do it than to have your own radio show? 
I cannot tell you how my social media contacts have grown, how my email subscription list has grown, how many new clients I've taken on since having my own show. You know, it's one thing to advertise your, your product or your business. It's another thing to actually be able to talk about it and to give people information free of charge. They get it just by tuning into your show because... Probably about 90, 95% of all the business that we do is based on the relationship that we have with people. We don't want to do business with somebody that we don't know or trust just because they have a certain product. We want to know who that person is. And so when you have your own show, you develop a relationship with your listeners. And you know what? Having your own radio show on W4CY.com is extremely affordable. This is a great company to deal with. Um, they, they broadcast in 197 countries worldwide. So whatever it is that, that you want to promote, give me a call or send me an email and I will talk to you about that. And I wanted to let you know also that you can pick up a copy of The Secret Side of Anger and my new book, The Great Truth, Shattering Life's Most Insidious Lies That Sabotage Your Happiness, along with a revelation of life's soul purpose. Why do I push these books so much? Because you know what? They're they're books that can literally make your life so much easier. They can improve the quality of your relationships. They can bring more joy and happiness to your life. They literally have transformed my life. I do not speak or write about anything that I have not lived through and succeeded at personally. So it comes from my own life experience. Why did I write a book about anger? Why do I have, have I been lecturing on it for the past 20 years? Because I had a problem with anger. It's not just because I'm a survivor of domestic violence. I also had my own issues with anger. And it wasn't until I learned what I was really dealing with, it was able to heal all of that and process it and just you know, let it all go, that I really felt qualified to share that with others. And I've helped tens of thousands of people over the years. And same with the great truth. You know, I've, I've been around for a lot of years. My, my gray hair proves it. And I've learned that a lot of the things that we pursue in life, a lot of what we believe is is the reason why we're here is all inaccurate. And if, you, if you're building your life on misinformation, you're going to struggle and your, your life is going to be a constant uphill battle. But once you understand what the universal soul purpose in life is, and it's the same for each and every one of us, although there's many, many different paths to getting there, once you understand that and that becomes the focus of why you're here, it totally transforms your life. So pick up a copy. Look, the Secret Side of Anger is $13. The Great Truth is 16 They are so inexpensive. Buy them. If you don't think that it was worth the investment, send them back to me. I'll refund your money. And pick them up as gifts. You know, we have Mother's Day and Father's Day are, is coming. We have graduations. We have weddings. Oh, my gosh. What better gift to get a married couple than the Secret Side of Anger? Because you know what? You marry the person of your dreams, and then as soon as you put that ring on each other's finger and say, I do, all hell breaks loose. And don't we fight and argue? And how many marriages end because people don't understand why they're so angry and upset with one another? Well, you know what? The secret side of anger can help them, you know, overcome all of that. So 
pick up a copy, You buy one for yourself, buy one as a gift as well. Today's show is brought to you by Fight for Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs, and we are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. We've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for nearly 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at Fight for Power seminars.com or give us a call at 973-697-1904. That's PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. P-F-E-I-F-F-E-R. PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. And for those of you who belong to nonprofits or if you know of an organization or an individual that you would like to raise funds for, Give me a call because I also help uh, organizations raise funds. Uh, and I don't charge for my services at all. It's completely pro bono, but it's something that just gives me a great deal of pleasure. I have several things coming up this year that I'm uh, working on for organizations. But if you know, you know, if there's a child in your area that has a rare disease and it's costing their families uh, astronomical amounts of money for that child's care, let me know. I can help raise some funds for them. I mean, it would, they would definitely appreciate it, and we'd all be doing a lot of good. Today's show is also brought to you by Bellamy Tech. If your business doesn't have a website yet, you are losing business. Customers and clients expect businesses to have a website, and if your nephew designed your site, it is time for an upgrade. Either way, Bellamy Tech offers professional web design and maintenance at super affordable prices. So whether you want a simple web presence, which is just a single page, the Business Express, which is a little more elaborate at four pages, or the full professional presence, Bellamy Tech is your premier choice in web design. So give Amy a call at 973-459-2791. Or visit bellamytech.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-M-Y, bellamytech.com, and check out some of her designs. And you can send her an email as well. She's a great uh, web designer and um, web maintenance person to deal with. She's mine. Love her big time. All right. You know what? Let's jump right into today's show. I can save all that other business for later on. This is just too good, um, too important of a show not to get right into. How to argue with an idiot. Well, why did I come up with this topic? <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I, I don't argue with idiots. And I, and I use that term um, with great trepidation. I don't label people idiots. You know, it's not acceptable to label or judge anyone. We can label the behavior. There's sometimes, I'm sure, when people think that I behave like an idiot. But that's not who we are. Our behavior is not who we are. So I can label and judge the behavior without labeling the individual. You know, every one of us is struggling with personal issues, and that gets reflected in the things that we say and do. So it's, you know, the Indians have a philosophy. Do not judge me until you have walked a mile in my shoes. The Bible tells us, judge not lest ye be judged. So it's really important not to look down on people who are behaving badly, but rather to understand what it is they're dealing with, and to know the, you know, a more effective way of relating to them, if in fact you need to do that at all. Well, what really prompted me to talk about this subject today 
was I, I've been on social media. I'm still probably like one of the new kids on the block. I, I don't think I've been on social media maybe four years. I don't know. I'm on a lot of different sites, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, referral key, Google Plus. I'm on a lot of them. And some I'm more active on than others. And I have started joining different groups. And I love these discussion groups, especially the ones on LinkedIn. I find them, um, if they're of a kind of personal growth nature, I don't get into the real business discussions because I, I those just don't interest me. But I like the ones that are, are of a more spiritual nature. But on and even the Facebook groups, I, I belong to a lot of good Facebook groups. But when I first joined Facebook as a way of building my followers, and I really hate to use that term because it sounds like I'm some kind of a guru, which I'm not. But as a way of, of you know, attracting friends and people that would that would like my page, what I would do was go to other websites of people who I admired, who I was following. And if I thought that people on that page would benefit from also being connected with me, I would send them an invitation to connect. So there was one gentleman, and all I'll refer to him is as Michael. And I said to him, it seems like we have a few friends in common. I'd like to invite you to become a fan of Janet Pfeiffer's Heal Our World. That was my only Facebook page at the time. My focus is helping others create inner peace. I'd love to get your feedback. And then I just signed it, Blessings. So this is the response that I get from this guy, Michael. Oh, wow, another junior grade Tony Robbins. Sorry, sweetie, we can't all be world famous cult leaders. Thanks anyway. Now, why didn't I just let it go? No. <laughs> At that time in my life, I felt the need to respond and clarify. And so my response was, sorry, you totally missed it. My life is not about being a Tony Robbins wannabe or cult leader. It's about doing what God has asked me to do. I live for him. And once again, I signed it blessings. He responds with, you stumbled upon the wrong guy. I work in psychiatric and my ward is full of people who have been spoken to by God, ordered to scream on the streets, ordered to blow up their own houses. I even had a few Jesus Christs, one of whom had to kill his own father to lower fuel prices. I'm sorry, that just sounds, that just sounds funny. It, not the killing part, but to lower fuel prices. If you think your lack of attention as a child isn't contributing to your growing faith leader role, and then he puts in parentheses, I know the cult leader title is insulting to you people, and that your delusion isn't simply more benign than theirs, then you have troubles in your future. And before I had an opportunity to respond, now why would I even want to respond to that? He adds, I forgot to add a quote, your inflated sense of relevance is adorable. So now he's throwing in a little sarcasm. Hmm. So I thought to myself, do I really want to engage with this guy? Because he talks about working in psychiatric and I'm thinking, eh, wondering if he's actually a patient. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in psychiatric hospitals, not as a patient, okay, um, and certainly not as a professional, but some of my clients have been uh, admitted to psychiatric hospitals, and so I've, I've worked along with their doctors uh, in part of their recovery. So yeah, you kind of get to know what psychiatric behavior looks like. So I just responded, I will keep you in my prayers, Michael. And of course, that's not good enough for him. So he responds, there you go. See the right amount of distaste with 
combined with something hopeful and a couple more blah blahs. And then I hope this gig makes you all the money you're looking for with it. Good show. Thanks. And again, before I have the opportunity to respond, he goes on to talk about Satan. Is this Satan whispering to you, pretending to be God? Who really is guiding you along this path? Please feel free to lay awake and agonize over this. Thank you for your entertainment. Really? <laughs> so again, why didn't I just leave this go? But nope, I had to respond. And so this was, my, this was the last post that I made to him. If you knew me, you would know that my life has never been and never will be about money. God blesses me with everything I need. My life is only about serving him and bringing his message of love and healing to as many as I can. I sleep well, Michael. I am at peace with myself, my life, my God, and those around me. I have no power. All power belongs to God. I can do nothing without him and everything with him. When you know God, you know inner peace. The devil only offers suffering and chaos. I wish you God's peace. Ah, don't I sound holier than thou? Aren't you all touched by that response? I mean, who wouldn't be? It sounds wonderful, but you know what? Four years later, I question my motives. I question why did I respond to this guy at all? Because I always think of myself as not being argumentative, about being very caring, about always having honorable motives, about always wanting to do the right thing and to enlighten people. But I wonder if I was responding out of ego. I wonder if it was my insecurities of somebody who I never met never will meet, having, having formed a judgment about me that was inaccurate. And I always talk about, too, that, that we always have to be willing to take a look at ourselves. If somebody makes a critical statement about us, we always have to be willing to look at it and examine it for any possible truth because very often other people will see things in us that we are in denial about or maybe that we just haven't, hasn't been brought to our attention. So if, was he triggering some insecurities in me? Was he triggering things in me that I didn't want to recognize or admit to? Honestly, in retrospect, I have to say no, right? My life has never been about money. I don't want to be Tony Robbins. I don't want to have his lifestyle. I don't want to be, uh, you know, a, a mega superstar like he is. I just want to very quietly reach a lot of people. I don't care if they don't know my name. I'll do it with a brown paper bag over my head so you don't recognize me. I don't care. It's really, for me, all about bringing that message out to others so that if I've experienced something, if I've learned something in my life that has healed me, that has allowed me to have a better life, I want to share that with other people. And I honestly, truly believe in my heart that I'm doing what God has asked me to do. But why did I feel the need to continually engage with him? Uh, this has happened so many times. I get into these Facebook discussions, and not even Facebook, I'm sorry, mostly the LinkedIn discussions. Oh, no, I have to say, really, Facebook, yeah, it's the same thing on Facebook. It doesn't seem to matter. But I get into these discussions, and they start out really wonderful people contributing things, and not always things that I agree with, but I'm very appreciative of listening to somebody else's point of view. I'm, I'm a strong believer in God. I have no problem listening to someone who's an atheist who tells me that they don't believe in God. I respect that. I don't find that 
threatening or intimidating in any way. But then the discussions become ugly and people start using profanity. They get sarcastic. Sometimes they're even calling each other names. And this is what really bothers me. And that's the point where I have really learned to just drop out. I just remove myself from those discussions, which is unfortunate because sometimes the discussions really are good. But I always, I always have to examine my motives when I engage. When somebody makes a derogatory statement or somebody makes something that's accusatory or whatever, why is it that I feel the need to engage with that person? Why do any of us feel the need to do that? We'll talk about that in a few more minutes. But once again, we have to take care of some business, so don't go away. Mary Beth McGuinn, LCSW, is a warm, empathetic, caring therapist with 20 years' experience helping people live happier and more satisfying lives. She specializes in helping people through life transitions, as well as anxiety, depression, and panic disorders. If you are stuck, just reach out to Mary Beth and call her at 201-493-1271. And she's located at 297 Kindercramack Road in Oradell, New Jersey, or at 294 State Street in Hackensack, New Jersey. You can also visit her at LCSW.com. That's MaryBeth, M-C-G-U-I-N-N-L-C-S-W.com. Her mission is to help you evolve to a greater understanding of yourself. Ah, that's something that we all could benefit from, right? And if you want to find new customers, expand your business, and grow your reputation, then Internet marketing is the answer. Local Immersion, your local Internet marketing company, will connect your local business with local markets. Have you put in countless time and effort in creating a great-looking website only to receive little feedback? Local Immersion takes the stress out of your entire Internet marketing, including web design, search engine optimization, and social networking. Let Local Immersion spend the time marketing your business so you can spend time focusing on your business. Call 973-362-1114 because every big idea deserves a big audience. That's 973-362-1114 or log on to localimmersion.com. That's L-O-C-A-L-I-M-M-E-R-S-I-O-N, localimmersion.com. And I just want to remind you, go to my website, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the, of the homepage, and you'll see a link that says Calendar of Events. Definitely check that out because I'm on tour right now with my new book, The Great Truth, and I've got tons and tons of speaking engagements coming up. So May is a busy month. June is a busy month. I'm going to be all over the area. Definitely would love to see you at one of those book signings. And if you're not in the area, then send me an email. Some of you have contacted me, and I appreciate that, by the way, and I am looking into those. But if I'm not in, if you don't see something on my calendar of events, then send me an email. Let me know where you live. Let me know a venue in your area that you'd like me to speak at. Give me the contact information, and I will definitely reach out and see if we can set something up. And if you have a business or you're part of a social organization, a, a community organization, a church, and you'd like me to come in and present the lecture on the great truth, which is absolutely fabulous, send me an email as well. You can reach me at Janet at anger911.net, or you can give me a call at 973-697-1904. 
And once again, I will do my best to set that up for you, okay? And oh, I wanted to tell you something. Oh my gosh, I am working on a big project. I can't tell you what it is. Don't you hate when people do that? (laughs) It is so exciting. It is something I have wanted to do my entire life. And now I have an opportunity. I have an amazing gentleman who is helping me with this project. And hopefully within the next couple of months, we will have it all put together. And as soon as we do, I will let you know because it is it is one of the things that I'm most excited about. It's not a new book, okay? It's not something that I've ever done before. But like I said, something that I have always wanted to do. So I'll keep you posted on that. All right. And don't forget, after today's show, uh, I do have a blog, all right? So I post all of today's key points on my blog, go to my website, anger911.net, and just click on the little link to the blog, post it, you can repost it on your social media sites, leave a comment, I always love to hear what people share, Um, so make sure that you check that out, just give me a little bit of time to write it, or it's not going to be posted by 10 o'clock this morning. All right, let's take a look at idiots, okay, what we call idiots, and again, I never advocate judging or labeling people. I only use that term because it's something that a lot of people can relate to. But idiot behavior, okay, a lot of us are guilty of that. People like you and me, you know, we all have unresolved issues. I've worked on myself for more than 40 years. I've come a long way, but I still haven't ironed out all of the kinks. And People act out whatever it is they're dealing with internally. Whatever issues an individual has that they haven't healed from, whatever it is they're feeling in that moment, that's what fuels our behavior. So when you're dealing with someone who is behaving badly, what you need to understand is that that individual is struggling with some internal issues. Well, what are they? Could be that the individual is insecure. There's a lot of people, and I believe me, I have met more people that don't feel good about themselves. They, they put on an air about feeling very confident and be, feeling very comfortable with who the, they are. But when you get really, when you dig down deep inside, there's an awful lot of insecurities that people feel with. They, they really lack self-confidence. And very often, that gets displayed. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As the need to be right. They, they are seeking approval from others, even though they won't admit it, even though they may not realize it. But they're, they're looking for validation. So they may argue a point long after the issue has worn itself out, even if they have maybe begun to see the validity of the other individual's point, they will continue continue to argue to prove themselves right because they need that in order to boost their self-esteem. So they're, they're either trying to prove something to themselves or trying to prove something to others. Very often, too, people who are behaving poorly have poor communication skills. You know, it's very frustrating when you're trying to express yourself and you don't have the vocabulary to do so. Maybe you're not really in touch with how you feel. You know, when I ask my clients, you know, because I'm also a life coach. So when I have clients come into my office and I say, well, how do you feel? Do you know how many times I met with a blank stare? It's like, well, I don't know. Well, you need to be able to express what it is you're feeling because if you don't know what you're feeling, then how are you going to know how to resolve those emotions? So very often, people have very poor communication skills. They have a sense of what they want or what they're trying to say, but they don't know how to articulate it in a way that the other person can understand. You know, we all have so many different styles of communication and different levels of communication. So I may be at one level communicating with somebody who's at a completely different level or a style that doesn't mesh with that individual's style. So that can cause a lot of frustration. And we can look at this individual as being difficult and obnoxious and being idiotic when really all it is is that they don't understand how to communicate properly. There are also people who have poor impulse control. And unfortunately, I see more and more of that. And I think some of it has to do with the fact that we live in a society that really promotes instant gratification. So we're not taught how to be patient. We're not taught how to wait on things. And then, of course, we're also stressed out. You know, there's no such thing anymore as a 40-hour work week. Show me anybody who works 40 hours. I think I work like 70 or 80 hours a week, but I'm an idiot. (laughs) I run my own business, and that's my personal choice to work ridiculous hours. But I'm constantly multitasking. I don't sit at my computer and do one thing. I'm doing 10 different things at one time. And so we're under so much pressure. So does that contribute to poor impulse control? I think that it does. When we're dealing with someone who is behaving badly, very often what we're dealing with is arrogance, anger, rudeness. These are all expressions, again, of what that individual is struggling with internally. And people, I don't care who it is, people are constantly seeking power and control over themselves, over the situation, and very often over the other individual. And that's all fear-based. I talk about that in The Secret Side of Anger. There's a whole section where I talk about fear and how that fear and control are one and the same thing. 
So people are fighting to be heard. People are fighting to get their point across. People are fighting to prove that they're right and that they're intelligent. And so they can come across as being very difficult and being very arrogant and rude and and jerks. But it's really, you know, it's just about this fear, this need to have some sense of authority in the situation. There's also people who are seeking attention. We all know with young children, you look at a child who's growing up in a family and maybe this kid is the good kid, you know, and they don't ever get into trouble. But the other child who's doing poorly in school, who's always getting sent home or notices getting sent home, you know, from the principal or always breaking curfew or disrespecting the parents, that kid's always in trouble. That's the kid that gets all the attention. We know that bad behavior 100% of the time will get attention. So people who are seeking attention, even as adults, and people don't do this consciously. I really don't believe that they do it consciously. But people who are seeking attention, which feels like a form of love, it feels like I'm important. When you give me your time and attention, I feel important. I feel valued. Sometimes the best way for me to get that is by acting out badly. So if I'm, if I'm acting out and I'm being rude and disrespectful, well, I'm definitely getting somebody's attention. And they're also very self, self-absorbed. They live in a state of ego where everything revolves around them. It's me, 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 me. It's what I want. It's what I believe. It's what I need. It's what I think is right. And they're very often unwilling or maybe even incapable of listening to the other side of the discussion. That's, once again, all fear-based. When you live in spirit, you don't worry about whether or not you're being heard. You voice yourself. If the other person's interested in listening, they will. If they're not, you can just let it go. And spirit concerns itself with the well-being of all parties. Ego is only about the self. It only looks at the self. It has difficulty relating with empathy and compassion to the other individual. A moment ago, I talked to you about power and control. People seek to gain authority over others. They want to dominate. They want to feel powerful in any given circumstance and in any relationship. What they don't realize is that true personal power is the ability to be unaffected negatively by outside circumstances. So my personal power is not about controlling you or dominating you. It's about my ability to not be negatively affected by whatever it is you're saying or doing. That's where authentic personal power comes from. All right. We are going to take a break. Take care of a little more business and we will be right back with some of the things that you can do, tips that you can follow that will make dealing with (laughs) and arguing with an idiot a lot easier and more effective. Shark Truth Soy Candles creates all-natural soy candles, handmade in the U.S. They offer beautiful candles in a variety of fragrances, including earth scents, fresh scents, aromatherapy, luscious, and spicy scents. So check out chartreusenaturals.com. That's C-H-A-R-T-R-U-E-S-E naturals.com. Or email 
chartreusecandles at gmail.com. Or if it's easier, just pick up the phone and give them a call at 812-599-0688. They have some beautiful, beautiful candles. And today's show is also brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for nearly 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F-E-R, Pfeiffer Power Seminars. Or email or call us at 973-697-1904. And if you'd like to be a guest on Anger 911, we're always looking for interesting guests who can share their expertise and knowledge on areas of anger, frustration, depression, conflict, you name it, all of those areas of emotional and spiritual wellness, I'm always eager to have new guests on who could share new insights and um, information with our guests, So, uh, with our listeners. So send me an email, Janet at anger911.net, and um, talk to me about it. And if you'd like to advertise your product, businesses, or service on this radio show, once again, give me a call or send me an email. I've got some great rates for you. And don't forget to pick up a copy of The Secret Side of Anger and The Great Truth, Shattering Life's Most Insidious Lies That Sabotage Your Happiness Along with the Revelation of Life's Soul Purpose. You do not have to continue to struggle in life. Make your life easier. Read these books. If you don't think they're worth it, send them back to me and I will give you a complete refund. All right, so let's talk about some steps that we can take to better deal with um, those individuals that we label as idiots. Remember what I said earlier. It's okay to label the behavior. It's not ever permissible to label the individual. So good person, okay, because I truly believe that people are inherently good. We are all children of God. We all have God within us. Very often we bury him underneath all of these personal issues that we have and our inappropriate or bad behavior. So label the behavior. Do not label the individual. The first thing when you're dealing with, and I will use the term idiot just for the sake of today's show, okay? When you are dealing with an idiot, ask yourself first and foremost, is this comment or statement that they're making even worthy of my time and energy? You know, people throw stuff out at us all the time. I only have 24 hours in a day, and six of those I'm sleeping. (laughs) So is this even worth my time and energy? So many of the things that we engage in are so nonsensical. I mean, they make no sense whatsoever. They, They just drain us. They rob us of those moments that we will never recapture again. I could be putting that time and energy to better use. So if the answer is no it's not worth my time and energy, then I need to not even respond to it or, or engage in it in any way, shape, or form. The second question is, does it even require a response from me? All right, sometimes, even though I may not particularly like the individual or the nature of the discussion, it might be something that absolutely does require a response. And we'll talk about, you know, 
um, what you can do, what kind of a response you can make. But sometimes, even though you may not want to be bothered, it is something that needs to be addressed. So the question then becomes, if in fact I choose to respond, what are my motives for doing so? Again, when I was talking about Michael, what were my motives for doing so? Why did I need to engage with him? Well, I honestly thought that my motives were honorable, that it really was to just enlighten him, clear up some misconceptions, um, you know, maybe bring a little bit of love or healing to him. But I'm not so sure. I mean, very often we do things and we think that it's for one intention and there really are underlying reasons why we do what we do. If we're not addressing those then we're not going to get the results that we're looking for. So we have to be honest with that. You know, am I, am I responding because I have to prove myself or I have to prove that I'm right? Do I, am I doing it because I want to make you look foolish? Trust me, if you're dealing with an idiot, they're to making themselves look foolish, okay? Behavior is a reflection of the individual. It's not a reflection of the other person. So if that person's behaving badly, they're making themselves look foolish. You don't need to do anything. Very often, the reason why we engage in them is because we want to either put them in their place or teach them a lesson. It is not your responsibility. It is not my responsibility to put anybody in this place or to teach anybody any, any lessons. Okay, People will choose to learn whatever it is they want to learn at the right time and from the right source. That's not my responsibility in life. It's my responsibility to learn the lessons and then practice them. There's also another motive behind why we engage with people like this. Sometimes it's because if I maintain my composure and I say all the right things, it makes me look mature. It makes me look better than the other person. It makes me look like I'm someone who really cares or I'm someone who's intelligent. What the heck is that all about? Really? Again, those are not honorable motives. But if my reason for responding to this individual is because I really want to learn from them, I might want to assist them in some way, I want to share my knowledge with them, maybe enlighten them so that it can enrich their lives, well, then that truly is altruistic. And then it's perfectly acceptable. Again, motives, as a matter of fact, I have a free online newsletter and in, in a newsletter that I wrote, all of my, my prior issues are posted on my website, fightforpowerseminars.com. And I wrote a, a newsletter several years ago called M&Ms. And it's about motives and method. Anytime we engage in anything, we always have to examine what our motives are and the method that we take to achieve whatever it is we're looking to accomplish. Because that's going to dictate the level and degree and durability of our success. So always check your methods and motives, all right? Next is it's really important than when you're arguing with an idiot to relinquish the need to be right, to relinquish the need to even be heard or acknowledged, or if you think that you're going to win this, forget it. You're fighting an uphill battle, all right? So if you can engage with them, understanding that you're never going to prove yourself right, you may not even be heard or acknowledged, and there's no way in heaven that you're ever going to win this thing, well, then feel free to, to you know, discuss it with them. It's also important, and this is my, my fourth point, to use diffusing statements. There are certain things that we say that 
and I talk about this in The Secret Side of Anger, they're called inflammatory statements. There are things that we can say that actually will make the situation worse. I talk about a process called the RDC method, and RDC stands for Refuse, Diffuse, and Choose. So the first thing is you refuse to get caught up in that person's drama. Okay, you need to maintain your composure and not lose it. Second thing is you have to know how to diffuse a potentially explosive or unhealthy situation. And there are things that you can say and do that will do that. And then you choose, you carefully choose your words and your actions and your behaviors because you know the things that don't work. Right. We've this is not we're not new to this game. All right. We've all had to deal with idiots before. You have to choose an alternative way of dealing with them than you have in the past because you know what doesn't work. So what are some inflammatory statements? What are some of the typical things that people say that only cause the situation to get worse? Here's the number one. Don't ever, ever let these words come out of your mouth. And what's your problem or what's wrong with you? Oh, my Lord. You know, you pose that question, even though it's a rhetorical question, I guarantee you 100% of the time it will infuriate the other individual and they're going to become even more aggressive and hostile. Don't make statements like you're being a jerk or you're just trying to make me look stupid or you're trying to embarrass me or, or you're just saying that to hurt my feelings. We're making accusations that are, once again, only going to infuriate the other individual. Or how about something like this? Nobody cares what you think. Or how about this one? Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And we say it sarcastically. As if to say, nobody cares about your opinion. Those are the kind of statements that are only going to fuel the fire. It's like pouring gasoline on a fire. I mean, that's just ridiculous. If somebody's behaving badly, you need to respond with the antidote, which is the exact opposite behavior. It's like you never put gasoline on a fire. You put fire out either with water or baking soda or dirt, depending on what kind of a fire it is. So you use the opposite. And that's what you need to do when you're dealing with an idiot. You need to use the opposite behavior than what they're displaying. All right, number five, don't let your ego dictate the choices you make because one bad choice can be very explosive. Again, you have to operate from a place of spirit. This is a child of God. They clearly have some unresolved personal issues, not better or worse than mine. All right, this is not about me being a better person. Look at how composed I am. Look at how mature I'm handling myself. It's not about that. It's about being compassionate and empathetic towards the individual while you're setting some boundaries and limits with them, if, if that's necessary, which it probably is. But don't allow your ego to get in the way of the choices that you make. Operate from a place of spirit. Then you state your position, your thoughts, your feelings, whatever it is that you want to state. If you must, you state them one time only. All right? They're either going to get it or not. They're either going to hear what you have to say if they're interested or they're going to completely block you out. If they're busy yapping and while you're trying to, to make your statement, then clearly they are not interested in what you have to say. So what's the sense of repeating it? All right? If it just took me 10 seconds to state my position and now you want me to repeat it, I'm wasting 10 more seconds of my life. may not sound like a lot, but you know what? Over a course of time, it adds up. So they're either going to get it or not. I don't repeat myself. I don't try to explain my position 
or clarify it or convince, right? Very often what we do is now I'm going to convince this person that my way is the right way. I'm going to convince them that they're wrong or that they're being a jerk or whatever it is. You're never going to make any headway with that. Just think about somebody who's trying to do that to you, somebody who's treating you that way. Are you even going to listen? You're not going to be receptive. You are going to put up that wall and you're going to defend your position and defend your, your rights and defend your feelings a thousand times stronger because that person has already proven that they're not your ally. So I state myself once, either get it or you don't, and that's it. But when you do so, you need to be very firm and clear, right? You, you want to keep things short, keep them brief, okay? Because people have very short attention spans. So be brief, be very firm, and be very clear with what it is you're saying. But state it once. Now, there are incidences where I will make an exception to repeating myself. If someone says, well, I don't really understand what it is you just said, right? Well, and, and that could be legitimate. If they're asking for more clarification, I may give it to them. If, in fact, I feel that they are sincere and they really want to understand better what it is I'm saying. Number seven, it's also extremely important to acknowledge their position, whether you agree with it or not, to acknowledge their feelings, their beliefs, whatever it is they're expressing, and do it with sincerity. Don't be condescending. You know, everybody's entitled to their feelings. Like, oh, come on. Really? Because you're not going to come across as sincere, and once again, they're only going to become more hostile. So you want to find a way of diffusing the situation. People are truly entitled to their feelings, their beliefs, their positions, what matters to them, what doesn't matter to them. I've not walked in your shoes. I am not you. I don't know how your life experience has affected you. I know only how it has affected me. All right, so I'm not qualified to even comment on what your life experiences have been, but can I acknowledge them? Can I say, you know, I hear what you're saying. I don't understand fully. I've never been in that position. But you know what? I respect what it is you're saying to me. And number eight is thank them for sharing. And once again, be sincere. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing. That was really enlightening. <laughs> no, I'm talking about being genuinely sincere. You know, it's important to have open dialogues with people, even people who challenge us, people who are not easy to communicate with. So let the person know that you appreciate the fact that they took the time and they shared whatever it was that they had to share. But here's the key, number nine, know when to bow out of the discussion. You do not have to engage with this individual for any length of time. That time belongs to you. That five minutes or half an hour or two hours, whatever it is, that's your life. You have a right to spend your time the way you feel is important and beneficial to you. So know when it is important to bow out of the discussion. You can do that either by changing the topic. Well, you know what? I think we've kind of beaten that whole political thing to death. Let's talk about uh, where we want to go on vacation this year. Or let's talk about, uh, you know, Uncle Joe's surprise party coming up in August. Change the topic or you can end the discussion completely. Well, you know what? I think it's time for me to go. All right. I have some other things that I have to take care of. 
And again, even with these posts on Facebook and, and LinkedIn, I always thank the individual for the post. And I'll usually end it with something like this. Thank you for sharing. I wish you the best. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. And that's it. Then I disengage. Right? One of the posts, uh, another lengthy one, which I won't get into, which was on LinkedIn, one woman kept goading me. And she, and at one point she said, oh, and I'm sure that you're going to have to respond to this one. But I had already disengaged from that discussion and I let it go. And it happened again just recently on LinkedIn. Another discussion that I was in got ugly and I said, this is where I bow out. And somebody said, no, uh, you stay in the discussion. I'll leave because apparently I'm the troublemaker here. And I had already made that discussion. Uh, that decision to disengage. So know when it's time to stop and walk away from it. And you have every right to do that. Once again, boy, this time just flies, doesn't it? (laughs) I'm so glad that you chose to spend this hour with me this morning. I hope that you've learned something about how to argue with an idiot. And again, the idiot is not the individual. The idiot is the behavior. Right? That's a child of God that you're speaking with. Speak to them with dignity and respect, but know when to disengage and walk away. I want to share with you um, one last thought before we end today's program. Remember that your true personal power is the ability to be unaffected negatively by outside circumstances. That's where your power lies, friends. Again, I want to thank you all for spending this time with me. I hope to see you back here next week on Anger 911. And until then, have a peaceful, blessed, joyful week. See you back here next time. Jesus, or in of you be still when I stand in your presence. But to my knees will I fall. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.